When I was a kid growing up in Jersey, uh, anybody who was a hoot or really funny or something, uh, we'd call him a riot. Ladies and gents, uh, this guy's a riot in more ways than one. Bob Dylan. This is Pod Dylan that celebrates the work of Bob Dylan one song at a time. Proud member of the Fine Water Podcast Network. I'm your host, the freewheeling Rob Kelly. And joining us once again is fellow Bobcat, Daniel Stebbin. Hi, Daniel. Hello. Great to be back on. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you back on. Now, uh, I was thinking, <laughs> I might even still do this because I haven't put the episode together yet. So those of you listening will know whether I did it or not. Normally, of course, uh, I open the show after Jack Nicholson's intro. I open the show with uh, quoting of some lyrics from the song that we're going to discuss. Well, this is a first for Pod Dylan. We don't have, we don't have uh, 240 plus episodes in. We don't have a lot of chance to, for firsts anymore. But Daniel, you, <laughs> you brought something up <laughs> where we're going to be first. We're talking about our first instrumental <laughs> Bob Dylan song, namely Wigwam from 1970's Self Portrait. So who knows? I might even put a, a very awkward pause between Jack Nicholson and my intro just to sort of highlight the fact that there are no lyrics to discuss uh, for this particular uh, song. So I don't know how long we're going to go without any lyrics to, to talk about. Should we, but do a, should we do a moment of silence? <laughs> maybe something like that. We'll, we'll again, we'll go on this journey together. So Daniel, well, Eisen, I'm glad yeah. to have you back on the show. Thanks for having me. It's great to be back. It, you were, I think that, yeah, yeah, this is my first podcast. I think the first time, the first time we did it. So. Oh, was it? That was your first, the never say goodbye episode? Explain first yourself. legitimate. First oh. legitimate. Oh, well, all right. That's legitimate. <laughs> but, uh, but okay. Again, explain yourself, young man. Why Wigwam? Wigwam is a, see, so I listen to songs on repeat. I've done this my whole life. I, I like to reread books. I like to rewatch movies. And I like to listen to songs on repeat. And I have a lot of trouble. I actually have a lot of trouble listening to podcasts in particular because I just, the work that I do or the way that I think, generally speaking, listen to podcasts. And I also can't really just like listen to like an album, but I like to listen to music on repeat. I like to listen to songs on repeat and I kind of go into what I call fugue state. And I'm really <laughs> able to get my work done. And this is one of just my, and I can, and I, and I, and I, it's usually a song with lyrics. It's a lot of, I can name many Bob Dylan songs that have been on repeat for months or even longer. But Wigwam is just one of my absolute favorites. I mean, I love the song. I love the feeling. I love the music. And for me, it's also just a song that I can, I can, I can define, I can define a couple hours or a day or a week. Or a month or many months and i could just listen to this song ad nauseum okay so. fair enough just because you mentioned that um about listening to songs over and over again obviously yeah we all do that we all like listen to bob Jones songs all the time but i will say like in the in the fairly relatively recent past um i haven't had a chance to listen because i don't because i work from home now i don't mm. i don't commute and that when that would be normally when I would listen to music and uh, in the in the car. And because I don't commute anymore, I don't go on. I hardly ever drive my car. But just the other day, I had to drive a couple hours down to visit a friend, and I was by myself. And so I was like, you know what? This is like the first opportunity I've had to listen to like Bob for like ninety minutes straight. And yeah. and that was fun. Like it was so fun. I what did you listen to? What did oh, you just, like? I, what. I had my well, I had, I plugged in my phone and I just hit shuffle, right. and it just moved around everything that I have on my phone. 
which is like hundreds and hundreds of Bob songs. So uh, that was that was I, I had forgotten how much fun that was to just hear everything and some stuff I would skip over. I'm like, I don't necessarily want to hear that, but for the most part, I just let it play. And yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of like, wow, yeah, this was real. I miss this. I miss being able to do this. That is one of the, one of the very few downsides of working from home is that I, I don't drive around as much. Again, it's great not putting miles on the car and stuff, but, but yeah, I, I totally hear you, <laughs> uh, being able to just listen to this stuff over and over again. So when did you, when in your Bob Dylan journey, which we covered in, in your first episode, when did you first get self portrait? Was it what? What point in the in the? No, in the I think collection? I can't, I think I just you know I get a lot of I get a lot of all kinds of different music through a, a lot through one particular friend. His name is Jesse, <laughs> and um, I would I would almost guarantee that I first heard Wigwam in his car, hmm. and I was just like I was just like what is this? Like what? It's just Bob Dylan humming. It's incredible. La, 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 um, la, la. It's amazing. La, da, 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 da. I mean, yeah. And then I'm, I don't know if there are other versions, but of course, there's two versions, right? There's the acoustic version, and there's the version with the brass recorded over it. <laughs> there's an old version of the instrumental. <laughs> oh, did you know that? Yeah, no, no, totally. I just, I just love the, uh, you know, the arcana of Bob Dylan fandom is that you know? Oh, of course, there's an alt version of a song that doesn't even have any lyrics to it. No, but they're but they're 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 really different, and they're both. I mean, it's almost like I mean, I guess it is. It's like sort of like an acoustic version of a song that you love a lot. So right, so there's like the the original song, and then there's just the raw. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of absurd, but it's also like it's like a it's I don't know. For me, it's like a lullaby. It's there's just something very calming and soothing. And I mean, if you could have Bob Dylan just hum to you, you would listen to Wigwam. <laughs> Well, the reason I was asking you about self-portrait is I was sort of curious, like when you, when you heard it, what was your, what was your initial yeah. reaction? Did you like it? Or were you kind of like, wait a minute, what the, cause obviously I probably uh, listened to Wigwam like a thousand times before I actually liked all of self-portrait. And oh, I mean, really? Think, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was just like, I, like, I just went deep on that song. Wow. So you really took to it that quickly. Yeah, when I mean when I say I listen to a song on repeat, I mean like I mean for days or weeks without <laughs> listening to anything else. Oh my God, so well, okay, well, I mean, what 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 is it? What is it about? What is it about the original version? And we can we could talk about the alternate version, which again, there there it's not exactly an it's not like it's an alternate take. It's the same song. It's right. just the one on self portrait has the over the horns overdubbed. Uh, by Bob Johnston, as opposed to the you know Bob's acoustic original, which is a uh, on the bootleg series. But what was it? I mean, what what is it about Wigwam that him la la laing away with the horns for three minutes was so transfixing to you? It's just like a it's a it's a musical it's a musical. I'm just going to use the word portrait of like a, of a mood. A song is, it's like, I don't want to sound like a, like a Gen Z or a millennial, but it's a, it's a mood. That song is a mood and it's a mood that I like a lot. That's like, I, I mean, I'm sure I can't be the only person who loves this song. Um, well, no, well, we'll get into that in a moment. Uh, Cause I found, I did find some surprising things about Wigwam having to research this song for this episode. So you are definitely not the only person that really likes it. Yeah. It's just like, it's just so simple and it's so calming. 
and it's beautiful. And, uh, and I find it a really great song to just work to or get into my, get into thinking, get into deep work. Do you feel like that it builds in a way, or do you feel like it kind of opens with that mood and sort of stays there? I, I find, and, and it's not a knock one way or the other, but I find that it, it's the, I don't, you know, there aren't a lot of instrumentals from like say rock band, rock acts or whatever that I find that I really like. Just because I, I don't know, most of the time I just feel like they're just kind of easily dismissed. They just, they just don't stick with me. Um, like one I can think of is like the B-52's Follow Your Bliss from Cosmic Thing. Like I really okay. like that song and it builds and goes down and builds back up again and, you know, peaks right. and valleys. This kind of, right. I find like this sounds like, I mean, it has those horns on it. Which yeah, there's a me, little bit of kind of like um, the, the mood modulates a bit. But no, I'd say it's pretty steady. Right. But I mean, with those horns, to me, it has an ever so slight feeling of um, Ring of Fire a little bit. You know, Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire, just that kind of mariachi kind of sound to it. Um, And then the fat. And but it is kind of it. And because it goes on for three minutes, it's not like it's 90 seconds. It manages to sustain that mood. And listening to it over again, having not heard it in a long time, I was like, yeah, this does kind of put you in a nice kind of relaxed vibe which like is part of the purpose of self-portrait it's is to kind of yeah hey, you listen to that song and you're kind of like you're just sort of like whoa what just happened in the last two minutes like i right. just got i just like what just happened i blacked out <laughs> <laughs> now the one of the things that i'm a little bit baffled by is that it's placement on self-portrait it right. is the next to last song the last song is Alberta, the Alberta number two, uh, which I, I like quite a bit, but it feels weird that this is, this feels like it should be the last song on oh, self porch. Yeah. This feels like how that, 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 that like, double feel, album should go yeah, out. As funny. I think it is. I, I think of it as that. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It feels weird to have uh, Alberta, like all of a sudden there's another song. You're like, oh, okay. So like the, it's very baffling to me, the sort of how, the, how self-portrait was sequenced uh exactly but yeah this feels like especially since it opens with all the tired horses which we've covered on the show before which is not an instrumental but close it's only got the one right. line but you know to me it's like that's the if, okay if that's what this record's going to be open it with all the tired horses and end it with wigwam Th- those kind of work together as bookends right i, I mean yeah i mean wigwam <laughs> is like a put wigwam wigwam could put you to sleep in a good way in a, in a great way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm just <laughs> literally just running through instrumental songs to put my six-year-old and my eight-year-old to sleep about five minutes ago. <laughs> hey, oh, perfect. Now, do you have any in, inkling to your, in your mind, what, what, Wigwam? Why Wigwam? Like, well, why does that, what is, what's that title? That is a really great question. No, I really don't. And, uh, Wigwam. Well, I mean, I suppose that there is something that like that song kind of like it connects to nature and it connects to you know just centuries old melodies and feelings and so for me i suppose that's kind of what that evokes no like it's sort of like timeless kind of thing old timey kind of stuff which you know bob certainly aspires to a lot now do you what do you think of the version on the bootleg series do you like the acoustic one or do you like the do you prefer the the one on self-portrait. I don't. I don't know if I really have a preference. I mean, I really love them both. 
think in some ways I might almost just prefer the acoustic the raw version, but I also love the version that's uh that's on self portrait. The the one on self portrait to me sounds it 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 feels like the horns are were clearly I mean obviously we know they were overdubbed. We literally know that. Right. But they feel that way to me. Like it it feels like oh yeah, there's here's Bob doing his la 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 and then there's this kind of other thing happening on the song at the same time with these yeah, other people awesome. kind of they're totally awesome i mean yeah. they're they're awesome the horns are awesome it's like it's like um the long and winding road like he, like uh paul didn't really like the the brass that went over it but it's amazing and uh, um i don't know if that's a perfect analogy but i love the brass i love the brass overdubs yeah no i think i i like it a lot too except it, it gives it a different feel than you would sort of expect from a Bob Dylan song at that point. I mean, even though there's stuff overdubbed on across uh, self-portrait, it it does have that just a different feel to it. Now, one of the things that I was shocked to learn from researching for this episode was that Wigwam was released as a single. (laughs) And I I think it was a hit. And it was, yes. It was a hit. You were not the only person that really loves Wigwam. This was released. It was released as a single in June or July. The B side. The B side like was co- yeah. The B side was Copper Kettle. It was again another baffling choice to put <laughs> the B side. But okay, I mean, I like Copper Kettle. But it was a according to Wikipedia, it was a top ten hit in Belgium, yeah, Denmark, France, Malaysia, the Netherlands, Singapore and switzerland and was a top 40 hit in canada and germany and in the u.s it reached number 41 and number 13 (laughs) on the easy listening chart i gobsmacked at that i was completely gobsmacked that this was released as a single i mean again not to not we i like i like this song song. i get it but it's so baffling i i where did they play this? Did rock stations play this? I can't imagine. It really does seem like a song that would not get a lot of radio play. Exactly. Like I can't in the middle. I can't imagine a, a, a you know, a 1970s rock DJ in the middle of playing Stairway to Heaven. And no, and free- who's calling up and, and who's calling up to request it? Yeah, like, exactly. I hear wigwam. I'm going to hear wigwam. This one, goes like, what? To, this one goes out to my mother-in-law. Wigwam. Yeah. Wigwam. I like, and, <laughs> yeah, I, I, when I looked it up on, on Google, right, just to be sure. And then I thought, oh, wait, I, wait a minute, what? And then there's, there's even a picture of the single and it's just the cover from self-portrait. But I, I was, ab- and, it, and not only that, it's the only single from self-portrait. <laughs> it's the only, in terms of Bob Dylan's history as a singles artist, this is the sole representation of self-portrait is wigwam. That's hilarious. Yeah. Absolutely. I I just Columbia Records must have just been like, let's just have a let's have let's have fun with it. And (laughs) fun detail, according again, according to Wikipedia, the album version is three minutes three minutes, six seconds. The single version is three three minutes twenty eight seconds. So the singles version, if anyone has the forty five of Wigwam, you get an extra twenty seconds of presumably him la la lying away there. Great fact. I gotta find that. (laughs) Great fact. Absolutely stunned by that. I could not believe it. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, yeah. And, and it was, 
it, and, and it appeared on compilations and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, this thing was, you know, like you could call it a genuine hit. You really could not in America. But I mean, I mean, Bob Dylan had a lot of other songs that were released as singles that didn't make it all the way up to number 41. So Wigwam did a lot better than probably everything is broken did or anything like that. So, I, again, that's just a completely stunning detail. Yes, it really is. I mean, what else from that album would be would have been a single, though, really? You know, I mean, that's a fair that's a fair question. There's some great songs on. Oh it. yeah, no, there's a lot of great stuff on self portrait, but it's a lot of covers. But I would, I would just yeah. think that they would do. I mean, look, if you're gonna, I mean, maybe because it was, they could still call it a Bob Dylan original. That that was the, but I mean, Living the Blues was on there. Like mm-hmm. that's an original song. Or mm-hmm. again, I mean, Copper Kettle was the B side. But I mean, if you could release a cover, I mean, Got to Travel On is terrific. Let it be right, me. Days of Forty Nine. Let it be me. Great. Let it be yeah. me. Yeah. So, <laughs> you're just, right. They did put Copper Kettle. You're right. It's not a Dylan song on the B yeah. side. Com- completely, completely bizarre. And so, the other detail again, I can remember from from Wigwam here is I remember going to see the Royal Tenenbaums. The Wes Anderson movie. Right, right. I saw right, that in the theater and I'm watching the movie and I, it's a terrific movie. And then I remembered I heard for, I think, I think it took me about three seconds to hear the la 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 la. And I went, yeah, holy yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wes Anderson is using wigwam. And in that, that moment, like, so, but that movie, that movie and Wes Anderson, I'm sorry, that song and Wes Anderson make perfect sense oh they do yeah it it, it has a, it, it it fits perfectly because actually. it's a mood because it's like a mood yeah so you know you find the scene the, the whatever it is uh, you know and it, it creates the mood for that it's it's just made for wes anderson yeah and it cuts across two scenes because there's a scene with angelica houston and danny glover that it starts on and then it movie this song continues on to a scene with gene hackman and his his grandchildren mm-hmm. but i remembered thinking in the moment when I heard that and I thought, wow, there is officially no Bob Dylan song that cannot be licensed out <laughs> for another purpose. Like to the point where they're fine, where they're using wigwam, everything, <laughs> like just everything could everything. They killed him, you know, whatever. It's all up for grabs. There are, there's no Bob Dylan song that somebody out there won't be like, Hey, you know what? That would be a great thing to use for this scene. I just was, I, and, you know, I don't know how much Wes Anderson does his own. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he has his own music supervisors that go out and find this music for him. But I would love to know, like, did he request that or was that his music supervisor who was like, That's oh, you know what? Question. The perfect I'd mood. Like, Here I'd we like go. Yeah. I really like Wes Anderson. I've liked Wes Anderson's movies since I was in like high school. And his music selection is so incredible. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. He must be involved. It's got to be. It's like Tarantino. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I'm I'm just trying to imagine like Bob's office gets a phone call from <laughs> you know the Miramax or whoever it was that put out the Royal Tenenbaums and they're like yeah, how much to license Wigwam? And I'm like like so like I can imagine some of the office like what's Wigwam? Is that one of ours? <laughs> like do we have that? <laughs> Hold on, let me look that up. Oh yeah, we actually do have Wigwam. I don't know. Let's find out how much are we going to charge? How much is Sony Music going to charge for Wigwam? <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, yeah, I mean, listening to it over again for again, for the purposes of this episode, I had forgotten how much I enjoy it. And it really is a good mood music kind of piece. And it makes me it makes me think like, would I want to hear a whole album of Bob Dylan instrumentals? 
Probably not because you know, probably he's, not. He's the greatest rock lyricist bar none, really. And so, to me, a whole album of of no lyrics would feel like ah, oh, you know, anticlimactic in a lot of way. That said, I'm be like. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it if he had thrown in. I mean, he's done other instrumentals. There's an instrumental on on the National Skyline stuff, but it it hearing it made me kind of be like, you know what? I, I it'd be kind of cool if he threw in an instrumental once in a while. If he just was like, you know what? I don't have any, I don't have any lyrics for this piece, um, and just you know put it on the way it is because like it really is kind of a nice, very relaxing mood kind of mood kind of song, and that's that's fun. And also remember, we're we are talking about a movie that is. Uh, I'm sorry, a song that is instrumental yet has a vocal track. I mean, it's not just right. instrumentation. That's I true. Mean, the song is his voice. That's true. He is on there singing. Like he sat in front of a microphone and la 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 yeah, for three so three beautiful. solid minutes. I mean, that's in true. some ways, I would argue that there's no lyrics. The lyrics are just la 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 la. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, you know, I mean. Self portrait, uh, and we've covered it on other episodes, and it's been it's been discussed ad nauseum. But I mean, you know, self portrait was reviled upon its release because uh, mm-hmm. people were just this was not what they wanted out of this guy. I still have my issues with it as a finished, as not not so much a concept, but as a finished piece. I'm like, look, if you wanted to do an album, which is hanging out with Bob Dylan and the songs that inspired him. That's a great concept. You know, like who wouldn't want that? I would, I would, you know, that's what good as I've been to you and world gone wrong was. That's what the Sinatra records were. And those are Mm -hmm. all, those have lots of things to recommend them. I just, and now that we know what material was excised from self portrait, because it appeared on the bootleg series. I was like, there was a lot better material that could have been put on here versus some of the stuff they did put on. So it's, it's to me, it's like self-portrait is flawed in execution, but not conception, which is a darn shame. And it makes me think, gee, maybe self-portrait would have been received better had they not been quite so perverse with the song choices, or as we just talked about, like the, the, the track listing. Again, I, I think this would have, I think this ending the record would have been really fun, but it just feels so strange that it doesn't. Yeah, it does feel strange. And back to the point about it being a single, I mean, Clearly, they got it right. I mean, it was a hit. <laughs> I mean, the somebody at Columbia Can't Records argue was, with history. <laughs> yeah, I mean, somebody somebody at Columbia was having a, having a laugh, and then it, they probably watched it climb the charts, <laughs> and they're like, "Wow, look at that!" Okay, you know, it's nice to know that that the record industry, you know, known for its uh, being a pretty pretty vile kind of business uh you know can those guys can have some fun you know they can they kind of be like oh, okay let's let's just put this out and see what happens and you know look at that uh, that was great it it reminded not to get too far afield but we, uh, we are trying to like you know build the space here of this episode and talking about the space of a song that it, i mean because also i mean your show is about poetry really i mean it's about we're you're about well, we're we're you're about the lyrics. We're expanding the horizons of the show, Daniel, and I appreciate that. That's why when you mentioned it, I was like, "Wow, that's an intrigue." I, I will admit, when you first emailed me about it, I was like, "What?" You know, <laughs> you kind of like, dismissed it. I was like, "What? Come on!" In Congress with the show, with the concept of the show. Yeah, <laughs> and then like, and then I thought about it. I'm like, well, it's kind of a challenge. But anyway, the thing I wanted to say was, many many years ago, when the the first bootleg series came out, the volumes one to three, mm-hmm. there is um. 
talking having the Gila Blues on that, that thing where Bob's just going, ha, hava, hava nagi. Like it's him just noodling around. They made a video for that. And it, it aired. I remembered it aired on VH1 and I've only seen it a couple of times. I didn't think to, I don't think I have a collection of, um, VHS tapes of stuff I've recorded of, of Bob off of TV back then, but I don't have a VCR anymore. So I can't, I I might have it. I don't even know, but it's, it was footage. It was, it was footage from Don't Look Back in black and white of him performing where you never see, uh, the angle they use. You never see his mouth at the mic. So they just overdubbed it. And they faked it where it looks like he's singing, talking having a gale of blues. And the video was like 90 seconds. And I just remembered <laughs> thinking, oh, that's, you know what? Somebody Columbia Records had a sense of humor. You know, yeah. <laughs> they put that yeah. out. I was like, good for them. So yeah, I can imagine the same thing of saying, Hey, let's put, let's put the instrumental out and see what happens. You know, this will just be fun. And then, Oh shit, we're making money from this. Like, wow. We would have, we would not expect that. It's great. I mean, I think that, I mean, it's a good song. It is. It's a, it's a it's great a, song. It's, you know, again, Bob, Bob can do it every once, you know, and even when he does something, it seems like he's just noodling around. It, it has some lasting value to it because here you are, here we are 50 years later, 53 50 years later. Year, right. And, you know, of all the songs, I invited you to come back on the show whenever you wanted after your first episode. And this is the one that you picked. Well, the song is what's great about the song is that seems like it maybe it seems like it's going nowhere but you know musically then it resolves and it's and that is satisfying that is enjoyable and then you know he continues off goes in and goes in a direction and carries you around and then it resolves and it's just it's great i mean it's like i mean it's you know it's the fundamentals of music there in that song absolutely i said it's 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 really fun it's really fun so i daniel I think I think we've done our bit. Is there anything else you want to say about Wigwam before we wrap up here? I think you. T- I think I think we did. It. I think we we got it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. If anything, if anything, I got to learn that this was released as a single. Like I I I, I went through my Bob Dylan fandom never knowing that, and I feel like it's important that I know that now. You know, That's like good. what did something? I've learned something. Very valuable. So, uh, you know, that's terrific. So, well, uh, Daniel, thank you so much for coming back. I really appreciate you trying to push the boundaries of the show a little bit. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> so, thank you. Well, thanks for having me back. It's one of my favorites, and I would diagnose this song to anybody who who wants to uh, wants to listen to a song and repeat for weeks or months. It's a, it's a good one. All right, fair enough. So, okay, now the last time you were on. Uh, I was asking a different exit question than I am now. So I haven't had a chance to ask you this. So I will. What, what Bob Dylan recording session? Again, it could be anything. Bullberries, one of his albums, Theater and Radio Hour, the Philosophy of Modern Song, audiobook, whatever it is, the Chronicles audiobook, anything. What recording session of Bob's would you want to sit in on? Oh, what record? I would want to be at the Rolling Thunder Review. That's not that doesn't really answer your question. No, that's, that's, that's not exactly question. the answer to the question. Daniel. Come on, <laughs> what recording? I mean, if, I, mean, I want to sit here and th- I don't want to. You can always cut up the, the dead the dead air and let me think about it. No, no, no. Um, a, well, I mean, I will say there were the there were the 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 um, rehearsals. Those were recorded for the for the Rolling Thunder review because we heard a bunch of them 
on the bootleg series, that bootleg series. So, I mean, those would count if you want to say those, but unless you're, are you thinking more about the concerts themselves? Yeah, I'm thinking more about the concerts. I was just thinking okay. about if there was a moment in time where I could place myself and be in Western Massachusetts at whatever the name of that place is, at his, his you know. But um, to actually answer your question, I mean, without really knowing the history of like, oh, you know what? I got to go with, um, wait, I got to go with, um, I can't think of the name of the album. Never Say Goodbye. Planet Waves. Planet Waves with the <laughs> band. So great. Robbie Robertson. You know, sit there and yeah, watch them, watch, watch them hammer them that out. Back together. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Watch the, yeah. That was right. after they'd done like stadiums together, right? No, it was before. It was before. Okay. They, they so, went on the tour after that. Okay. Well, I'll stick with that answer. All right. That's A. There's there's so many great stories. We've already recounted a bunch of them on the show about the recording of that record that that would be fun to sit in on. That would be really fun to to that watch album. him. You I know. love that album so much and because you could the band I I feel like there's 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 a lot of a lot of albums get described as this but get described as they're they're so the, the music sounds so sloppy because the musicians are so tight. Mm-hmm. And you have to be that good and that tight to play in a way that sounds that sloppy. And I mm-hmm. feel like that's really one of those albums. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, we, we talked about that not even all that long ago. Um, uh, we talked about, for go, we just did going, going, gone actually oh, last week. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, oh, when you, you get to any of those songs, yeah, it does a lot of those songs like tough mama. They really sound like they're, it's all about to fall apart. And you're like, yeah, that's only cause you gotta be that good to not to have it sound like <laughs> that and not have it fall apart. So absolutely. Totally. All right, great answer. Great answer. So, all right, well, we got it. all right, we got it. So Daniel, again, thank you for coming back. Thank you for, uh, having us discuss the first instrumental on pod Dylan. Who knows? Maybe we'll get to Nashville skyline rag at some point. <laughs> some, I have no idea, but, uh, if we don't, I, I appreciate, uh, having a chance to talk about a Bob Dylan instrumental. Cause it seems kind of perverse. Again, as you say, the show is really about the poetry in its own way, but, it's about Bob Dylan's songs. That's what it's about. And this is one of his songs, so it counts. So, Daniel, thanks again for coming back. All right. Thanks for having me. Take care. All right. So, everybody, if you want to find all the back episodes of this show, go to our website, findwaterpodcast.com. You can subscribe to Bob Dylan on any podcatcher of your choice. And finally, if you want to support Findwater Podcast Network, just go to patreon.com slash fwpodcast. And there you can unlock various rewards, one of which is if you name checked on a show of your choice, so big thanks to Robert Ward, Steve Cronin, Max Hutzel, George Doherty, Joaquin Meckel, Paul Ruther, and Henry Bernstein. So that's going to do it. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will see you later. Bye. Well, to tell you the truth, I haven't slept with a man in 18 years. Ha, ha, ha.